Hello listeners and welcome to this special episode of the Hong Kong Football Podcast. My name, as ever, is James Legg and I am joined by Tobias Dusa. Hello James. Toby, where's Johnny? Johnny is not here. He couldn't make it across the Victoria Harbour because today we are back in our old neighbourhood. The spiritual home. Spiritual home. Kowloon, Hong Kong, on the right side of Ferry Street as far as I'm concerned. The reason we're not going to be doing a normal episode is we have an interview with Hong Kong and Eastern centre-back Fung Hing Hua. It is a long and frank discussion, and so I don't want to waste too much time with preamble. We'll get straight into that in a moment. We're going to be talking all about his career, his feelings on Hong Kong football, uh, his best players he's played with. About halfway through, a cat jumps on the table. So listen out for that. (laughs) I think I managed to keep my cool. I think we all kept our cool. Podcast first, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but just, just to bring you up to date with some comings and goings in Hong Kong football. There have been some sapling cup games. There's also been a Lee Man beat Hong Kong Football Club 3-0 in the league. So they're starting to kind of catch up in terms of games played after their Asian exploits. Um, Most important fixtures to point out are the FA Cup semi-finals. This is on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. They're both at the Mong Kok Stadium. So Christmas Day is Lee Man versus Eastern. And then on Boxing Day, it is Rangers versus Kitchi. They are both good-sounding games to get down to. It's not the same as when it used to be the Senior Shield semifinals. We all know that. Someone, somewhere, has dropped a bollock. But I think it would be a great festive afternoon of football for anyone who fancies going to Moncock in the afternoon. Shall we get straight on with the interview? Let's do that. Okay, let's roll the tape. Feng Hingua, welcome to the Hong Kong Football Podcast. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Um, I guess we can start by asking, when did you start playing football? When did I start playing football? Mm. So I started playing football at around seven. So I actually, I played table tennis first mm. in primary school. And uh, the physical education teacher saw me good at playing table tennis. And then he think I should try playing football because you see the way I play in table tennis is, is pretty smart. And so he asked me to join the football team training uh, uh, at a later time. And so I start approaching football, playing football, and I enjoy it. And that's how I started football. Mm. Yeah. Before 12, I already traveled to other places to play football. And at that time, I enjoy a lot because um, because you don't have a, you don't have many chances to travel. Um, when I was young, unless you are with a football team, and it's a really cool thing when you're a kid. You know, I'm not going to school t- tomorrow. You know, I'm I'm going to play football. You know, so mm. I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Mm. So you went to the UK, right? Because I I was selected the the most outstanding player award by the like the McDonald's scheme, mm. and then so I was chosen to go to Newcastle to receive an award during halftime uh, during the game of Newcastle against uh, Arsenal. So it was a great experience. Mm. And I watched the game. I was a ball boy because uh, um, you can watch the game really close. And then it was an amazing experience because uh, you can hear the crowd like cheering or like, because Newcastle was, uh, we, the game was at uh, St. James Park. So Newcastle was a home team. So whenever the Arsenal, so whenever the referee blow the whistle, like uh, Newcastle make a foul, like whole stadium, like shouting at the referee. I was like, oh my God, it's, 
it's like oh that's the big difference between like home game and away game mm. but you know when I was in Hong Kong I have like no idea why like why the home game and away game is like so different but when I went there you know I experienced it and it's like oh my god it's 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 like super hard to play in an away game because every time the fans like, like shout at you you know you know you're blah 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 and then it's like so tough mm. yeah and so at what age did you come to think that you could make you know a career out of football mm, actually I when I was young uh, I'm, I'm not bad at, at school so um, football for me just like a hobby it's like an interest and also when I was young um, the, the image of football players are not good in, so in what way in what way like, like they swear a lot you know those people they, they if they're not like like well educated you know they <clears throat> they they go to be a football players, you know. That's what the parents think of football players at that time, or even the teachers, you know. Only if if you don't study well, you know, you, maybe you go be a football player, you know. They don't learn much, you know, and and also they, you know, they smoke, and you know, they go to like, so the image is like really really bad, you know. So so um, I never thought of I would become a professional football player. Um, until I actually become a, become one actually, mm. so my plan was I I plan to stop playing football at around sixteen. So at that time, because I have we have the public examination, it's called the Hong Kong CEE. So now it doesn't exist anymore because now it's Hong Kong DSE. But at that time, the HKCE is one of the is like a big challenge or big tackle for the students because they have to pass through that to get to the. Uh, form six, form seven to to take and then take another exam to get into university, mm -hmm. because I think in Hong Kong most parents want the kids to be in good uni, yeah, to get a good job, you know, have a life, you know. Um, so my parents is the same, so they want me to to be to to stop playing football and and focus on on academic studies. So that I can get into a good university and then get a decent job, and you know, when I was around form four, form five, I actually thought of quitting. Mm. So I played the AFC. I represent Hong Kong team to play the AFC under 19. So that is the last like youth tournament for the for the Hong Kong like national team levels. Mm. So I uh, so I think oh maybe after this one I could stop and I can focus on my studies. And then at that time I played for Shamshui Po and then and then Kin Sir. Kin Sir pushed me a lot. This is Li Chi Kin. Li Chi Kin, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember the next day I have the um, mathematics public exam and then some of the kids they they, they took the day off. We we played in Easton, I still remember in Happy Valley. And I, I talked to the coach, I I have exam tomorrow, mathematics. I, 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 I think I have to study today, you know, I, I can't come to the, the game today, you know. It's sun, it, the game is on Sunday, the, the exam is on Monday. So he, he, and then he said, ah, oh, you can't do, do much uh, study on the last day, you know, it's mathematics, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, but the, uh, the other guys also take the day off. He said, because they're not good in the exam, you know, but you can able to manage it. And then, and then he persuaded me and then I go to the game. I, I played the game and the next day I took the exam. And as, at last, like, 
my my result is okay, like like the whole um, the whole exam. So so I think Kinsey also pushed me uh, to try to manage both football and also academic studies instead of just focusing on one. And also Form Seven, I faced the exact same situation. So I have a exam that is more in, an intensive one, and also I have. I just started the, the first professional career in Form 7 again uh, for Shamshir mm. Pol. So that that year is really, really tough um, because Shamshir Pol, as uh, we promote to, at that time it's like the Division 1, it's just no Premier League. And then Kinsler want us to train a lot, so we have like nine sessions at, uh, one week, so it's like a lot of double session a day. So at that time, I still have to go to school. I still have to, I have to. Sometimes I have to take a leave from school to train, and then sometimes I train and I go back to school, and then after school I train, and I have to study. You know that was like exhausting, and then sometimes I play games. The game I play against Typo, one 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 accident with Chris mm. Ogasi, mm. yeah. So I have like a, a knee injury because of inadequate sleep because mm. I, I still remember I studied till like 7 a.m. in the morning and blah 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 yeah um, but that's life and then and then and then the knee injury at that time you know because some people they don't have a lot of resources they don't really have physio and blah, blah blah and I thought it's okay it's nothing like special and then but I was like a limping at home like mm. really bad and then other day and next week uh, I go training and then I rupture the ACL yeah so, oh wow! Yeah, and then I have went to the doctor. They have MRI, and then they say rupture and need surgery, and then it takes uh, like uh, maybe fifty thousand to have a surgery. And I was like, oh my god, what did I just do? <laughs> you know, and at that time it was like, oh, I, I I put a lot of effort in football, but at the same time, my football career is just like, fuck, mm. yeah. And at the same time, I was like. What if I can't get into university? I mean, it's also get, you know, mm. it's also like very bad. And so at that time I was like super depressed um, because I don't know the result of the exam yet, you know, because mm. you have to wait like two, three months. At the same time, I ruptured my ACL, you know, for me at that time, it's like, it's like, it's like really, really, really bad. Yeah. And how long did the injury put you out for? So I had an injury and then, and then, the training and then I injured again mm. so the whole the whole stuff maybe take me like two years uh, one and a half two years wow. yeah and it's not just the physical damage it's like mental physical mm. like all together and how, how the people treat you how the how, how the clubs treat the players mm. is disastrous really yeah why because they for for small clubs like Shamshir Po or, or they they don't have the resources to put physio on you. Mm. They don't they don't let you go with physio every day. They don't have they don't have money, and sometimes you have to you have to find your own doctor. You have to pay on your own, and and they just don't respect the players. For me, sometimes you know when you're injured, you're just like a useless piece of trash. And, and oh, when you're okay, you know, okay, then you come back, you know. And you're still very young at this stage, right? Like, yeah, how, yeah. How old are you? I was point? 18. Yeah, so. 18, 19. It's a lot to handle for a young person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 
and for me, I still think uh, these injuries, um, that the injuries make me who I am right now. But but I mean I mean the injuries hurt me a lot. Like like um, because if I have the good resource to to for recovery, to heal, to rehab, I think I would become a much better player. Mm. I can be. I can become a much better player, but but in Hong Kong, like the, it, it was, I I I won't say it's just amateur, you know, mm. it's it's very very bad. Um, the clubs don't have money, they don't have resources. They how 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 can a player be good after like a big injury without resources? Mm. Just Google, you just Google, yeah. you know. So it's. For me, it's it's, um, it's heartbreaking to see see that happening, and 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 when it comes to me, and of course, it's even like worse, you know, because when you see this happening, it's not good for every player. And it happened to yourself, you feel you feel even worse. Mm. Yeah. So so at that time, I thought of um, I just don't want to play football in Hong Kong. Should I should I still play football in Hong Kong? You know, the opportunity cost is different. Mm. For 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 players that they don't they don't have other choices to get another job, you know, their choices is, oh is to become a football player in Hong Kong, and that's a lot of football players. Why they become football players in Hong Kong? That's not their top choices, then, because they don't have choice. Sometimes they just oh go with the flow, you know, oh, oh football players is better than taxi drivers, better than McDonald's, but but for some players it's different. We can we can get a job in. For example, in a gov in in the government, in a in, in a private company, or in the bank, you know, and um, so for me, it's um, the Hong Kong football. One of the problems is they they can't attract talents. I don't understand why. So sometimes I feel frustrated because I I don't see the reason why I should still putting a lot of effort in playing football when the other guys they don't really care, so they just have like a small circles and it's just no good, it's not healthy. Hong Kong football, if they want to improve, I think they, they need to improve. They need to attract more talents or people who, who are willing to sacrifice other things to, to join, to, to improve the, the whole industry. Mm. But right now, there's a lot. I don't think it's happening right now. Mm. Okay, uh, I, I can see Hong Kong FA are putting efforts in attracting expat talents uh, to join to help the but it's not the root of course it, it's, it's good to have a good teacher to teach the, teach the students but also you also need to have good students you just can't have like all the bad students come and expect uh, a teachers can teach them anything if they if they don't want to learn mm. so I in my opinion uh, a lot of, there's a lot of good good talents in Hong Kong and even when when we are young you know we a lot of players they don't play football anymore mm. some of them are not good enough but some of them they are good enough but they but but they chose to have another job because the career in 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 global football career or, or career of an athlete is really short it's like 10 years 10 15 at most like 20 years but but um, compared to other jobs, you have like forty, mm -hmm. yeah, forty years. So the 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 curve, the 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 span is is different. 
So, so when, when you were in that position and you were wondering if you wanted to carry on playing and you, you, know, you know all of these problems, yeah. what made you carry on with it? I think I just don't want to give up. I think a lot of these questions, and I, I'm still thinking every day, mm. like, 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 should I stop playing? And should I, should I play till I cannot play anymore? Like, like when should I retire? I've experienced a lot, you know, the LNF, you know, they, they suddenly shut down, you know. Um, uh, and then we asked Hong Kong FA, they, they don't know what happened. I have injuries and sometimes the clubs don't really take care of you, mm. you know, and this kind of stuff. For me, I think I just want to keep, keep, keep pushing and keep going because I think I, I can still be better, be a better player mm. and, and to, be, to be able to learn from, from others, from, from coaches, from foreign players, from local players. And I think I will, I will stop when I don't think I can improve. Um, I think that's my personality. Like when I, when I go, I want to like do the best. And, and not like doing like 50% or 80%. Mm. And, and so I think when I first became aware of you was when you were playing for Taipo. Yep. Uh, it was you and Price at the yep. back. Yep. Uh, and it was an excellent Taipo team yep. back in 18, 19. Can you tell me about that team and why things worked for, so well for that team? I think it's the togetherness. I think, um, especially in Hong Kong, I think uh, um, the football standard is not as high. I think uh, when the teams work together, it's, it's different. Like everybody, like the, the bonding, the relationships, like, like everyone together work for the teams. It's not just like you go, okay, you, you wake up in the morning and you go to work. It's not like that. It's like wake up morning and then you you, you go to the go to the training you, you train as a team. It's not like you just fulfill your duty. Like okay, I do my job, you know. In Taipei, it wasn't like that. It it was like everyone tried to to push and 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 I think the togetherness because like if you compare like like single one like single players. I think in, in Kichi, in AONF, you know, they have better players. But I think, so what, what makes us different is, is the determination, togetherness, the hungry. Mm. Like the, the hunger that we have, I think is stronger than the other teams. Like, like in, in, the, in the pitch, are you willing to fight? Are you willing to run more? Are you willing to do the dirty job for your teammates, you know? And I think in, in Taipo, we did that. Mm. And, and and at, at the beginning of the season, we, we, we were not so good. But after that, we, we have a, a few... I think we drew Kichi. We came back from 2-0 and then 2-2. And then, and then we started to... And then we have a lot of wins in a row. And, 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 and the morale and everything, we just want to keep pushing. And, and it was an amazing season. Uh, mm. yeah. and, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, because I think as a football player, just like you asked me right now, why why do you why do you still keep playing? I think sometimes it's the people, yeah, the players, like like everybody as a team willing to do the job, you know, together, you know, you want to help your teammates, they help you, you know, 
that that kind of feeling like like romance mm. yeah but if 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 one day you know when you go to the team you know okay i just do my job you know they just he just does his job it is nothing wrong but it's it's just completely different mm. yeah it's, you can't say it's wrong because people do that job you know but when you are willing to put in more effort to to make it as a whole to make it as a team i think it changed the game throughout your career you've been with Li Chikin, yeah. uh, Shamshri Po, Pegasus. Yeah, uh, it's all Li Chikin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you must like playing with him. <laughs> he, he, his, his management is, is uh, different than the other coach. I, did, I didn't follow a, a lot of coaches, mm. um, but what Kinsa did, in, it's not about tactics. It's, it's, um, I, think, uh, I think it's more about his management, like how to manage the players to push on their own, Instead of teaching you how to pass this ball or where you should pass the ball, he's more like um, motivate the players to do their best, to figure out how to, how to perform your best in the game and how to push you out of your comfort zone and do your best. Yeah, um, he, he he doesn't teach a lot of like like tactical knowledge or or, or like uh, skills, but he knows how to push the players and and and. And, and use the players like and gives them the the energy mm. in the game. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why why we had why why Taipo won the league. Mm. Yeah, he pushed a lot and also at that time we, we don't have physio and, and and sometimes the players get injured. He just push the players. It might not good be the long term, but you know, but but it works for the, for that season. You know, every players. You know, sometimes. People are lazy in, in, in nature, but he's he just the guy to keep pushing you, you know. And so you won the league at, it was in Guangzhou, right, at r and yeah. Toby was there, yeah. <laughs> it's the best day in Hong Kong football for you, right? It's quite incredible, yeah. yeah. And with a 2-1 win, I think, from behind, was it? So how did you, you know, when the final whistle went and you'd won the league after quite a... It's, after such a uh, such a season, how did you feel? Sentimental, <laughs> emotional. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think um, in in your career you accomplish something, especially with the boys, because most of the local players are similar age with me, mm. so we grew up together. And then uh, you know when sometimes when we when we were young we played some triple. So we always want to, we, we from Division 3, promote to Division 2, promotion Division 1, and then we want to complete in the highest level mm. of football in, in Hong Kong. And then, and then right now we achieved the, the lead title. And I think that's, that's incredible feelings. Like, like when you work from, from a young age to accomplish the, the, the mission of it to be the champion of Hong Kong, I think it's in, it's amazing feelings, and also with, with all the of the players that you love, you know, you grew up with, because mm. especially you don't you don't win, you don't, you don't you don't win like by like ten points, you know. It's very competitive, uh, lead at that time. Mm-hmm. It's very competitive. Like like South don't have a chance to be the champion. Hichi have a chance. RNF have a chance. Taipo have a chance. You know, the last four games, and then and and even. That game in Guangzhou, we lost one nil first, you know. Mm. 
And I made a mistake. Oh, really? Yeah, I make, make a mistake in, in the first half they score a goal. Yeah? Yeah, and then mm, just pushing. Life is like that, you know, sometimes you make mistakes, but you keep going on and then, and then we won the game. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, if, if we lost the game, oh my God. <laughs> like, I would like, be blame myself, like Gerard slip mm -hmm. in the stadium. And, and, and you will think about it a whole life, for mm -hmm. sure. And now I will think about it the whole life, but in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, so football players are like that. Yeah, and so thinking about what you went through when you were 18 with the injuries, with the juggling academic and football and did that when when you thought about when you won the league did that kind of make it all worthwhile yeah it is it's, it's worthwhile so you when you achieve the the, the lead title i i would think it, it worth it but at the same time i think um, i i there's like a flash in my mind like okay it's 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 finished. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like like it's time to retire because <laughs> you accomplished that champion of Hong Kong. Mm. But also another part of me, okay, it's it's time to to achieve more because now you okay, it's the champion of Hong Kong. Maybe you can go to Asia to to try something different. And and I and that time I also contact some some agents to to try see see if I can can go to other places like Thailand, Oman, and other places like that, uh, Korea. I, not, not many news coming back. Mm. And, then, and then I want to stay in Taipo because I, I, I grew up in Taipo. Mm. I, I was born in Taipo and I, I, I grew up in Taipo and I want to play for Taipo. Just, I, I, like the, I like the fans. The fans are just really nice. And I just, I, I like, um, I just like typo, you know. I don't know if you know Mr. Lee and Mrs. Lee. Um, they're the owner of Wofu. They're a super nice person. And I just want to play for them. They're very nice. But, but the typo, you know, bad things happen, you know, because I don't know actually what happened, but they just don't have money. And, it's one of the like the greatest sadness of Hong Kong football. Like one day you get the champion, and other day you you don't have money. Mm. I I don't understand, especially when typo is the the story is just amazing. You know, like a bunch of young kids. You know, they they fight fight hard. You know, the clubs don't have much budget, but they they, they really win the, the five uh, like INF. They spend like fifty millions. But at the end of the day, it just doesn't work. It's really, really sad, and and so so we moved to Eastern. At the same time, I have other offers from other clubs, but I decided to 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 help Kinshaw one more season, mm. and then uh, and then and then after that season, I, I left because I want some new challenge, and, and I'll never. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 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 <laughs> And then and then I moved back to Eastin, yeah. And um, after I moved back to Eastin, I actually have offer from China, mm. yeah. And then uh, it's a Division One club, and I consider 
quite a lot because um, not just the money. The money, of course, is much better than Hong Kong, but um, the the professionalism, I think, is like the, the, the level of football, the competitiveness, the pacing of the game. And But it, of course, at the end, I, I refuse to go. I, I, I reject the offer and stay in Eastern. And I think that's uh, also one of the biggest decision that I've made in my career. What, what was the deciding factor, like why you didn't want to take it? That's a, um, there's quite a lot, um, like families, friends, life quality, mm. um, my side business. Mm. Uh, my side business is, is not the main, main factor. The main factor is um, how much do I love football that I, I'm willing to give up. And, I, and also, I think the, the past injuries um, also affect me. Of course, I, I'm, I, I, you want to keep telling yourself, like, okay, past is past. I always keep telling myself, you know, when it happens, it's gone, you know, don't let the past hurt you. But in some way, it's still, it's still in, in your body, it's still in your mind. Mm -hmm. and, and if I've never had, like, big injury, I think I, think I would definitely go. Some, um, maybe, maybe right now, I think I, I have some limitation or I, I know how how best I can be or how best I'm capable of and then I would just don't go I, I, I would not just go for money mm. if I go I would go for the football football center of course I talk to some teammates or some some seniors and say oh go go there and and, and, and get the money you know ready, ready for retire you know because football players the career is really short when during your career, you all you have to do is just grab money, mm. grab all you can, and then and then after your career, you can have a decent life, you know. But I, I don't agree. For me, I I play football be not because of money. I play football because of I, I like it, and also I like to pursue, like, like like pursue a higher level and higher level and higher level of myself, and also so. It was a tough decision. Mm. So in 2019, you was when also after you won the league with Taipo, you also made your senior Hong Kong debut yeah. in against South Korea. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And then so this is just in time for COVID, right? <laughs> to come along and ruin international football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how I, I guess you would have made a lot more appearances for Hong Kong since then if <laughs> that hadn't happened. Do you feel kind of sad about that? Or it's 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 life. But I'm I'm happy to make the debut before the COVID. Well, <laughs> true, <laughs> you know, true. It, you know. <laughs> it, it was really happy to make the Hong Kong team debut because in in centre back, you know, it's difficult for for. For, for the coach to try players mm. which is a very important position just like goalkeeper you don't, you don't, you don't really change mm. at all yeah so actually when when I decided not to go to China I, I, I was selected into the Hong Kong team to play the World Cup qualifiers and when I was in Bahrain I thought about when you don't go to China you also have another 
other chances to play in Hong Kong team because the China, the Chinese clubs, they don't let the players to go. Mm. So if I go, I didn't have a chance to play for Hong Kong team. Football is like that. Yeah. <laughs> and just just one don't want to think too much blah blah blah. Mm. But you say that um, centre back is a tricky position because you don't maybe get the opportunities. I mean, it's also a position which has been for the Hong Kong team has often been dominated by like expat players, like yeah. you know Helio, Festus, yeah. um, who you know, yeah. Is yeah. I mean, I've always I mean, it's always seemed as though it's been particularly hard for like younger Hong Kong players to get a place in, in the, especially in the defense of, of the Hong Kong team? It's a cautious decisions, but, but because usually when the foreign players come, the, the, the club's managers usually choose the center back, center midfield and striker. So usually these positions are filled with foreign players. And when the foreign players stay in Hong Kong for seven years, they can they can get the passport of Hong Kong, and and that's why the the supply of the centre back, centre midfield, and also the the striker is is abundant. Then the left wingers, then the left wing back, the right wing back, is common. And also at the same time, because of um, the, the the physical conditions, like the. It's, 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 it's tough for young players to, to, to get in that position because not many clubs managers are willing to use young players in the back. It, it's dangerous to use young center back because of course you will make a lot of mistakes mm. you know, if, if you're young. But when a young center back made a mistake and compared to a young striker made a mistake, it's, it's com completely different. Mm. You just miss a goal and you, and you concede a goal and you lost the game. Mm. So if they don't have chances to play in the club, they, it takes 10 years for them to have a game and then it's impossible for them to get into the national team, for sure. Mm. Yeah. So now it's, it's better because we have the Sapling Cup, so the young players have chance to at least to get some game experience, game exposure, because if you don't have game experience, it's impossible for them to grow mm. from training. It's impossible. You have to you have to put the young players into the game, make them feel they they have to make mistake. They have to learn from the mistake. They have to reflect what they did in the game, and and how to improve in the training, and get some feedback from the coaches, from the experienced players. That's that's how they grow. But they need to have a very good performance in a club or like regular performance. Regulars, they have to be a, like a regular first eleven in the club for them to be selected in the Hong Kong team. Mm. And so, in the past two years, uh, in the Hong Kong Premier League has had its problems. You know, the teams of, like Typo is gone, RNF is gone, <laughs> two teams you played for, <laughs> and now it's eight teams uh, rather than the ten that it was before. I mean, how how do you feel about? the problems that are going on at the moment? I think it's, it's sad, it's bad, and I want to say hopeless, but... <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, I don't have much uh, hope. I, I, 
it's different from hopeless, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't have, I don't have a lot of expectation. Yeah. So right now, eight teams. You're talking about eight teams, but right from the start, it's only six teams. Mm. So, the other two teams, you know what this, what's, what is the situation? The Hong Kong Football Cups. Or everybody have a day job. They train every two weeks a day. Mm. It's not professional. Yeah, but of course they are in the professional league because it's like playing my job. You know, you need four players, and <laughs> you, just have, you just have three. Okay, come on in. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah. So, of course, it's not good. I never experienced a fixture night like this. You know, Sapling Cup. It's like a lead. The lead is the lead. And sometimes we play free happening clubs and then come back to league game and mm. it just it's difficult for players and uh, we play so little games mm. and then the game competitiveness is not high it's just not good for uncomfortable mm. it's not good for the players to grow and when you go to the national team game the pacing is different and. I mean, we have to improve the domestic lead uh, standard to be able to compete with the others, right? Mm. But you mean to compete against other Asian teams? Yeah. Yeah. But it seems, not it seems, it is that like the level is is it's not as high as before mm. for me. Yeah. Of course, you know, because I I'm I'm getting older, so so I'm, I I I'm. Supposingly, I, I see the I see different because when I'm young, you know, there's other good players, and so I feel oh, it's, it's it's like very tough, you know, because you have to compete with the experience. But now I'm the experience, but when I look into the games, you know, I just feel like oh, back back to like five years ago, you know, or three years ago, the competitiveness is is much higher. Like there's like six professional teams only in the lead. I don't know how to solve this situation, but if you ask me as a player, I just think maybe next season it's going to be worse. Especially after the COVID, you know, the investors don't want to put money and I'm a bit worried actually for the, for the, for the players. Yeah. When you have to negotiate uh, a better contract, you know, they don't need the reason. They, they don't have a good reason to need to pay you that. That, that kind of money. Mm. What are you gonna do? What you, you go to another team? When our NF is here, you know, when there's other teams, you know, when our NF, when when they come here, they have good money, you know. Players have choices. Players can have better deals, you know. It 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 kind of like push the other clubs to do better as well, you know, to to to. To retain the players, or you know, to be better, to to win the trophy. And now, it's kind of a sad note. <laughs> yeah, I I can't argue with it. I think, um, yeah, maybe there was another question I wanted to ask. Who, who is the best player you've played with in Hong Kong? With, uh, yeah, well, we'll do both with and against. Oh, it's a really tough questions. Yeah. There's a lot of players that I like. I enjoy playing with, and and they teach me a lot. And, uh, like uh, I enjoy playing with the Brazilians. Mm. You know? They they make me work harder, and I when I see how they work, you know, and 
it, it motivates motivate me because they work out. And sometimes um, people say, ah, it's in the genes, you know, uh, uh, you know, they are quite low. But when you look at the local players, you look at the foreign players, they work much harder. Mm. But in Hong Kong, maybe for the for the Hong Kong players, it's easy to be Hong to become a football players. Mm. The attitude is it, just different. Mm. I think maybe because they they play a board. Mm. Yeah, you have to do your best in different situations uh, on and off the pitch to achieve the best performance mm. in the game. I le- I learn a lot from 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 the foreign players, you know. But that doesn't answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> but who's the best player that I play with? Um, maybe Eagle? Mm. That's who I would have guessed was the answer. Maybe Eagle, yeah. Eagle so, Sartori, who yeah. won the league with you in, in Taipo in, in 2019. Yeah. He, um, I mean, he was one of the best players I ever saw in Hong Kong. He was amazing, especially that season. He, yeah. was, he was really yeah. good. What I, what I uh, appreciate, uh, what I like him, it's also his decision making. So, so, many players have very good skills, good pace, but I like his decision making. Mm. Like when to pass, when to shoot. You know, it's all process in his mind. It's not just like a random decision. So, or just cross the ball, or I just shoot because I want to score. Mm. He always try to make the best decision. So, that's why I chose him mm. as a, like, like the best player I've played with. But you've yeah. got, you, I mean, another outstanding Brazilian is Eduardo Paes, who you played with yeah. at two teams, at Taipo and Eastern. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best players in the league at the moment as well, right? Yeah. I mean, he's out injured still? I think, yeah, or? he's injured. He's coming back. He's, mm. he's coming back. Yeah. Price is also one I, I appreciate a lot. Um, because he also he worked with me mm. and he 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 also inspired me because the way he he work in the gym after training before training sometimes and but but sometimes the Hong Kong players just like they have the stereotype and just mm. oh you know I I would not be able to do that because I'm from Hong Kong you know you know the genes are different you know the genes of course make the difference but. But you can't just ignore the hard work by by them, and 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 Price he 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 works hard, and also he has inju- knee injury before, and sometimes we we talk about knee injuries and 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 he just said he he tried to push me and work work harder and and sometimes just don't listen to the doctors <laughs> <laughs> and, and and yeah sometimes yeah. So, so he's a good brother of, of mine, you know, Eagle. So, yeah, I I I I visited Eagle in Brazil mm-hmm. before. Yeah, yeah. I also with uh, his ma- his family, you know. I know his family, his sisters, his father. So those are the best players you've played with. <laughs> Who is the the best you played against in Hong Kong? Play against. Um, but there are some players I really like, mm. like uh, because I play centre back, mm. I like um, the South China Bo Bojan Bojan. Oh, Bojan Malasic. Yeah, mm. and also I like Nando mm. when he was uh, at Kichi, mm. like 
because I was young, I, when I watched the game, I, I like Nando and Bojan a lot. Like they're really, just it's the same position, you know, when you always try to look for the, the same position players and learn from them. Mm. And both of them are very composed, um, calm with the ball, fast. They are both fast players to tackle. Uh, the timing is really good and strong physically. And, and Nando is technically is very good, dribble. And World Cup qualifiers, I play against um, the one who play in Senate now. Is it Asmoon? Asmoon, yeah. Mm. Asmoon. Yeah, his, his movement is really good. His sense, his sense is, not, is good. And if you give him a chance, he's, he's clinical and he can kill, kill, kill you. <laughs> and who else? Um, Iraq. This is a Iraq player. This is also a very good young star. He's called Mohami Ali. Mm. And I think he's playing in Middle East right now. He's physically very strong. He can hold the ball and he can shoot from right and left. And that's, that's, that's one. That's <laughs> well, a cat has just jumped on the table, which is adorable, but also kind of getting in the way. So when you play against dope players, like, like Aspen is different. Like the Mohammed Ali, you have to like very, you have to be like physically tiring to play against mm -hmm. those players. They protect the ball really well. And who else? In Hong Kong, I think, uh, wow, just two <laughs> cats. I think in Hong Kong, maybe in the past years, I think Atherton is a very difficult player to play, play against. Mm. His, his strength, his uh, speed is difficult to handle. Mm. Yeah. And of course, he's your, your teammate now. Yeah. He, yeah he's better to have him on your side than <laughs> playing against, I guess. <laughs> His arm is like his weapon. Mm. He can always push you with the arms when you are almost to tackle or, or get the ball. He'll just push you out there. And, and his, his balance, his strength is really, really good. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so one last thing I wanted to ask about was your side business. Yeah. Can you tell us about this? I didn't know about this until Toby told me yesterday. Um, my side business so my i own a company called homakase so homakase they work come from home and omakase so because during the covid um people are stuck in hong kong so i i contact japan to uh there's a fender in toyoshu market so they can export the the japanese ingredients japanese seafood to hong kong so so I introduced a concept, it's like homakase, so people can stay home and enjoy the seafood at mm. home. Yeah. So people can can enjoy the joy of preparing the seafood on your own with your family, be a master chef because everybody is a master chef during COVID, you know, <laughs> people knows how to cook. And so so, yeah. Now, how long? How long has it been going? 
So I think uh, it was founded in August 2020. Mm. So one year and a little bit more, one year and two two months, mm. two three months. Yeah. And how is it doing? Yeah, it's doing. It's doing nice. And um, so we basically we're doing online business mm. but right now we start doing some offline events to to meet the customers or have different events it's quite fun so we hosted some events like um, sake pairing at the sake bar so people enjoy the sake with our food and we did uh, just last week we did with uh, with the boat the yacht uh, in Aberdeen, Deepwater Bay, so um, so some catering, so people order the food and we have chef to 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 make uh, to prepare the food and serve them. Uh, nice plate, blah blah blah. And next we're gonna maybe have some uh, uni uni is, uh, is the sea urchin and uh, some um, um, birthday cake. So maybe we're gonna. Collaborate with some uh, baking baking shops, and we're gonna do something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a bit of a theme in the Hong Kong footballers and like food. I mean, I know that Ao Yong Yu Chung he had a restaurant, right? In TST. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chan Siu Ki now is like the face of Dai Pai Dong. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is is this well? Mm, maybe because I think F and B is like easy. To, to start with mm. uh, it doesn't require a lot of like expertise knowledge or it's like an, it's like easier for people to step in or also because it's daily life like people eat and drink and so it's, it's a business that people are also interested in if you, if you like like food mm. because I, I started the business because I, I like food a lot yeah so because right from the start I I couldn't find any good company to to provide me the Japanese fresh seafood. Mm. So I contacted Japan to see if can if they can deliver it to me, not not for the not for money making purpose. And then okay, they say okay, and then I say okay, then that's how the business started. Yeah. Know? Okay, deliver it to me. I mean, with some of my friends won. Okay, okay, and then we start a business. Okay, to sell to Hong Kong people. And other people like seafood, especially from Japan, and so it works. And I mean, I guess the points you made earlier about in Hong Kong football, the money isn't so good, the careers are short and yeah. like unstable. Yeah. Does that require that players have a kind of side business as well? I think in, I think definitely yes, and I think in Hong Kong. Mm, Many 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 players have, have have doing doing coaching at mm. least you know, mm. but you don't see Manchester United players doing coaching or <laughs> lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you you have like you need to, okay, you have to travel there, you have to teach two hours and come back. Sometimes it coach like maybe two teams and no doubt it would affect the the players' condition, of course. But but players also need to plan for their life mm -hmm. I mean you can't only start coaching after your retirement then you, you have nothing to, 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 to build and it's, diff it's, 
it's more difficult to build from from the age of forty than from the age of thirty. I think it's normal, but also it's also not good for the players because I suppose players should get paid good and only focus on football. Mm. Like they do their best to to ensure they have the best performance in football. Um, but in Hong Kong is is it's difficult and it's just understandable that some players go coaching or some players do other do do other stuff to to make money because it's it's reality, yeah, and and yeah, I think back in the days, uh, Mr. Stephen Lo, when he was coach, uh, he was managing South China, I think. I think he, he did pretty well to 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 in the marketing. So mm. he put he tried to put the player because he owns an entertainment company or something like that. So he tried to put the player as a celebrity. Maybe the players go take some commercials, advertise to make some income or or to expose to the public because. After all, you know the celebrity. No one, nobody knows he can sing well, and unless he's a celebrity, and he can, and people know him, like Mira, Anson. It's just marketing, mm. but football marketing is very bad in Hong Kong, I think. And a, a lot of people cares about Hong Kong football, but they care about football, and I think I think in some sense they would care about Hong Kong football. If the marketing is good, but now they they have no idea what's going on with Hong Kong football, and the news maybe like twenty seconds, and so uh, I hope I hope it's gonna be better. And it's, it's, it feels like a sad interview. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sad situation, um, but I I wish you all the best with the with the business and with Easton for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Toby? I think we covered. We covered a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, Feng Hinghua, thank you again for joining us and for sharing your thoughts, and we all keep our fingers crossed for Hong Kong football. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay, listeners, thanks for getting all the way to the end of this episode. Um. We don't really much have much to add, but I thought, Toby, I thought that was a great interview with Feng Hinghua. Thanks again to Wadai for your time and for <laughs> being very frank <laughs> in your feelings on Hong Kong football. How did you feel about that? I think it was a very honest, a very candid talk about <laughs> Hong Kong football. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything considering like the, the difficulties for young players, right, to making decision, the kind of ambiguous situation of its Hong Kong football career, um, but then also the kind of um, tactics, right, of uh, resilience in terms of finding side businesses, finding other reasons and motivations to stay in the game. I think all all together, um, a very interesting interview, and yeah, very um, happy we did this. And I think given that maybe the league itself is not anymore the most exciting. Um, thing often to keep track on on a regular basis uh, probably interviews more interviews will be the, the way to go for us in 
the near future. Yeah, possibly. That's something to let us know, listeners, if you, if you think that, if you agree with that, if you'd rather hear more of this kind of thing than me telling you that Lee Man beats under 23 or whatever every, every few weeks. Um, the, whole, the whole thing, the whole conversation has made me um, nostalgic for the halcyon days of 2019. And, well, Hong Kong was a different place in many ways. <laughs> and um, Taipo, it was a great, it was the last, last time I think I've got really excited about Hong Kong football. It was, it was such a great season. Um, so many good players. Um, and I mean, it was good not just because of typos. Kichi were good that season, RNF were good that season, and it was a real title race. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to go watch some highlights <laughs> from 2019 to cheer myself up. <laughs> um, okay, listeners, um, until next time, take care, have a very good Christmas, Happy New Year, and um, see you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. We like Hong Kong, that's a place for you.